Hello, Bay Ridge. Welcome to another edition of After Hours. Uh, today, I want to take a little bit of time to talk about the idea of the servant and particularly the servant songs in Isaiah. On Sunday, we looked at the symbol of the ox. And as I said, it's a little bit difficult because that one's not quite as apparent as the man and the lion were. Uh, but we get the idea of the ox being a strong animal, yet an animal that serves. It's a, it's a domesticated animal. And so the ox came to represent the strong servant. But this is quite a paradox when you're turning from the idea of the lion, the king, to suddenly one being a servant. We don't put those two ideas together. We think of kings as ruling, doing things for their own benefit, being served. But as we saw, Jesus said he didn't come to be served, but rather to serve us. So this is a king who serves. And there is a paradox here. Jesus is the king of glory and power. But on the other hand, he's also the servant who is lowly and who suffers for us. And this paradox really comes out in the book of Isaiah. I didn't have time to develop it on Sunday, but Isaiah, in his book, talks about one who's going to come. And he uses many different terms. He talks about Emmanuel in chapter 7 through 9. He talks about a root who's going to come out of the stump of Jesse uh, in chapter 11 and other places in the book. And then in Isaiah 40 through 66, he talks about the servant who is going to come. And these sections have become known as the servant songs of Isaiah. And even within the servant songs, there are clearly different people. Sometimes the servant refers to, for example, Cyrus in Isaiah 45 and 46. Other times it seems to refer to Israel or to Isaiah himself. But in Isaiah 53, the one who is in view can't be Israel or any other human being because that character, that servant who is coming, is going to bear the sins of Israel. He is going to uh, take the penalty that is due them. So all of the other servants are only pointing forward to the servant, the Lord Jesus. And as I said, it comes to a culmination in Isaiah 53 where the servant is crushed for our sins, where he is chastised and punished so that we might have peace. Uh, he bears the sin of others so that he might intercede for them, so that he might take uh, the penalty that was due for them. And then he's raised so that we might be justified. So this idea of the servant uh, in Isaiah has the same paradox that we're talking about. On the one hand, the servant is raised up, he's high, he's exalted, but on the other hand, he is punished, he is crushed, he is chastised for us and our sins. And only the servant of Yahweh, only the Lord Jesus could possibly bring these two together. And that's in fact what he has done. In the Lord Jesus Christ, the lion has become the lamb or the ox. The king has become the servant. He who is full of glory humbles himself even to the point of death. Now, the response that you and I ought to have when we consider this uh, is that, number one, we ought to worship him. Who else could do this besides our Lord Jesus? Who could be both the lion and the ox, the king and the suffering servant? But there's another thing that we ought to learn out of this, which is there's a deep principle for us in our Christian lives. And that principle is that before the crown comes the cross. Before there is lamb, uh, praise, there is oftentimes lamentation. If you look in the book of Psalms, each lament begins with lament and then it moves to praise. And in fact, the entire book of Psalms moves from lamentation to 
praise. There is suffering before there is glory. This is a deep principle that is built into the scripture. It is most prominently displayed in the life and ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, and it is a pattern that you and I need to understand. And the practical result is, no matter what place you are in, you may be on a mountaintop this week, you may feel like you are in the deepest of valleys, but know that when we bear the cross, God does promise a crown. When we have gone through suffering, there is a glory that will follow, we're told in Romans chapter 8. When we are in a time of lament, God will bring us through because of the Lord Jesus so that we stand before him and offer worship. So I hope this is an encouragement to you. This is why Jesus has come. He has borne the penalty that you were due. He has suffered in your place and in mine so that we can bear the blessing of God. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to gathering for worship again this Sunday. God bless.